Hey there, Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to the Barardo Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Barardo, where we talk about health, happiness, and anything else that's important to us humans. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast by visiting thebarardo.com or just click the little subscribe button wherever you're listening to the podcast. And be sure to check out my Instagram at thebarardo for all the latest videos and content. Thanks so much and enjoy the episode. It's just funny. It's funny you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. going on. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode. Um, I am your host, Tony Barardo. Uh, this episode's a lot of fun. I end up uh, chatting with an old friend. He's been on the show numerous times just because uh, we love shooting the shit, and he's a good dude. He's over in uh, in Cali, West Coast, so it's always fun to kind of get that side of the world, especially with everything going on. Um, we don't dip too much into that on this episode, but uh, we have in the past, and you know, of course, being in Florida, it's, it's a different world over here, but uh, this episode, we actually get a chance to talk about his new movie. I just got a chance to watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called The Handler. Uh, you can check it on Instagram or Twitter at The Handler Movie, but uh, just a lot of fun to talk to him about uh, that, pretty much his first action movie where he's like a legit action star, and uh, I got a chance to watch it, so we talk about that. We talk about what he has going on and uh, other ways you could check him out in Hollywood, but proud of this dude. Um, we've come a, a long way. We both were, uh, if you've heard other episodes that we've we've talked about uh, that he's been on, uh, we both come from LA Fitness. Uh, he was a trainer. I was in sales and I, I transitioned to a trainer. Um, and, you know, we got a chance to work out a lot together. And, you know, that was when he was back in Florida. So now he's, you know, he's big time. So I'm surprised he actually uh, gets the, the time to chat with a little peasant like myself. Uh, you could follow him on Instagram at only... Chris Levine. Everyone, please help me welcome Chris Levine. Wow, he got creative with that Instagram, didn't he? But it's so funny because you actually used to be so good at logging in. Like, what happened? It wouldn't work on the phone. I use my phone is everything, dude, and I don't know why it wouldn't log in on my phone. That's cool, bud. Yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's not you know your fault. Um, yeah, nothing to do with uh, eCam. No, nah, this is always perfect. Uh, <laughs> So what's up, bud? Good, man. You know, like, what's up with you? Like, you've been going through some health shit, bro. Fuck everything oh. else. Oh, yeah. No, my life has been horrible the last, like, six weeks. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Like, it's it's kind of one of those things that pushes your character um, and, like, your drive to, to continue to, like, wake up every day when you're dealing with, like, one thing after the other. Like, what the fuck? This isn't living. Yeah. You or know? kill yourself. One of the two. <laughs> I think they just I just read an article that the first person in South America or something like that uh, died via euthanation. Um, oh, really? Like, like they they just like, wanted to end it, like Kevorkian style. Yeah, exactly. So I guess that's allowed now, and uh, that just happened yesterday. Somebody they weren't Jesus. even terminal. I think they just had some kind of sickness. They were just like, "Fuck this, fuck this." It's not the way to live. I guess. Oof, I don't know. Crazy. Crazy decision. You know, I think it's, uh, who, who said it? I think it was Louis C.K. Anything mm -hmm. raunchy and dirty, you can always pretty much say it's it's probably Louis. Yeah. But he said something like, he goes, he goes, well, I'm glad everyone's here tonight. And he goes, by everyone, I mean, not everyone. <laughs> right. There's only a few thousand people here. He And he goes, 
I would even probably challenge to say the vast majority of humans aren't here tonight. So really, it's not everybody. And he yeah. goes, this room is pretty much filled with people that didn't kill themselves today. Like that's, <laughs> that's... <laughs> because, I mean, you wait, yeah. you woke up one day and you're like, life is better than, than killing myself. Yeah. But then there's uh, a small percentage people of people that kill wake themselves up. a day. Let's see. That's a great question. Jamie. Let's, let's look it up. Jamie, find the answer for me. <laughs> Suicides you per day. You doing global? Yeah. Do a world. Yeah. You gotta do global. Yeah. About 800,000 people. That's not bad. <laughs> Out of 8 billion. So what is that? 1%? 1%. 1%. Yeah. 1%. Every day. Every day. So hold on. Let me, let me do something here. Yeah. Alexa, what's 800,000 times 365? 292 million. So if 1% of the population didn't kill themselves, every year we would have 292 million more people a year. Wow. So thank you for everybody. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm kidding. Suicidehotlineprevention.com. If yes, you're getting canceled for that clap. That, I didn't you, clap, everybody. Everybody watched, I did not clap. He did not clap. He's promoting a movie and he is <laughs> woke. He's very woke. Yeah, I'm woke right um, now. Um, yeah. No, but that that's crazy though, dude. That's a lot. Yeah, no, it's been, um, it's been, you know, I always kind of look at things. I mean, I've always been this way where things could always get worse anyway. And like, I, yeah. I have, I like to think over the years, I've gotten a lot more perspective <clears throat> on stuff. So, you know, even like when I was in the hospital, I did a podcast on it. Yeah. And, sorry. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you were the one. Um, I was the no, one person that did it. <laughs> and, uh, and it's like, you know, there's people that don't have, you know, clean drinking water. And yeah. th that's the reason I wanted to do the podcast in the hospital because I didn't know what was going to happen, where the diagnosis was going to be. And yeah. of course, like I broke down in tears when they told me it was a tumor and uh, it still potentially could be. I won't know until tomorrow. I got a, a follow up. But yeah, I mean, you know, did Brenna you say was... to them, it's not a tumor. Did you, did you have a sense of humor if, right there? Or no? If Brenda wasn't with me, I probably would have. But she broke yeah. down and then I broke down and it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. if they weren't with me, I'd be like, it's not a tumor. Yeah. And they'd be like, sir, it's not a joking matter. I don't know where that's from, but it's not funny. Um, yeah, but you know, it was, uh, yeah, it was kind of hard to the, hard, the thing of that though, is that it wasn't cancerous dude. And I think that overall is the bigger picture there, right? Because For sure. we know once that path is started, it's a horrible year ahead of you. Yeah. No, for yeah. sure. And, and like kind of like a life where it's like, like a little cold or something you might, is it back, you know, for the rest of your life, you know? So that's right. yeah, that's awesome. No, that was huge. The only thing that kind of worried me a little bit is they're like, yeah, it still, you know, could be a tumor, but we, uh, the biopsy we did was only on the outer portion mm -hmm. and they go, it still could be cancerous inside because they only scrape a little bit. Um, and I'm like, well, I mean, you got to know, right? I mean, there's, there's, he's like, yeah, I mean, probably 80% of the time when we scrape, there's usually like pus and blood and it looks gross. Like we're like, that's cancer for sure. So that didn't happen, which was a huge plus. Right. Um, you know, but even if it is, uh, the good news is getting it taken out. Yeah. Know, which hopefully. has to happen regardless. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you sound okay though. I mean, it's, has your body just developed like, Hey, this is the new me for now. Like you don't, you don't like look sick. You're not coughing or anything. Thanks. I mean, aside from, I mean, I don't know if you could, I mean, look at that. Yeah. You lost some weight, brother. Bro, I lost almost 20 pounds. I mean, it's because yeah. I yeah. can't even like, <clears throat> you know, I tried to 
run around and do some, uh, I mean, you can't, I can't do anything. Just, it's so blocked. It's like working with one lung and uh, my body's just not, same. yeah, my body's not used to it, I guess. Cause I even playing around with their new puppy. Yeah. yeah. I'll start, you know, coughing really bad. Like my cough is really rough still. I've, I yeah. think I've gotten used to the cough and taken like some over the counter stuff like suppressants. Cause right. once I cough, dude, it's like, it's unexplainable. Horrible. Yeah. It's unexplainable. Like, it's almost, like here's a good example. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, not that bad. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. but like the, uh, the one thing that I could probably like, you remember you take a lot of multivitamins, I'm sure like I do. So yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to relate this, but if you, okay. So if you, uh, if you swallow like a multivitamin, mm-hmm. you know, that feeling you have where you keep trying to wash it down. It's the worst. That's what it feels like all the time in my lung when I breathe. No shit, huh? Like I could feel it. Oh, that's and, fucking crazy. Yeah, and when I cough, it's it's almost like it it doesn't feel thick. It feels kind of like um, something's just kind of hanging like out. I, yeah, like I could feel it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and it's it's you know so, it's my right lung, so it's kind of like in my right oblique, like my lat almost higher, oh, obviously. Yeah. So it's it's right here. Yeah. So fucking crazy. Now, th- the first thing I would ask him is. <laughs> How does someone like me, right, who um, not it's only healthy. am I vegan, I work out like five, six times a week. I'm as healthy as you can be for my age. How does something like this happen? Like, did you ask them that? I did. And what was your response? Well, they said, first thing they go, well, because I, I go to this hospital all the time, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, um, oh, because of the uh, Crohn's, right? Yeah. Nurse yeah. is like, hey, did you want the Jello tonight? Cherry, yeah. right? I was like, yeah. 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 Um, but the first thing they go is, you know, we saw that you were here for Crohn's and you were on Humira. Yeah. And I go, yeah. And they go, well, there's a lot of patients that take that, that even if they go through remission, the side effects, you know, could be cancer, uh, tumor growths, uh, tuberculosis, you know, all these massive oh, chronic shit. diseases. Yeah. So that was the first thing they said. I didn't buy it personally. No, uh, no, no. I mean, you know, what do you think it is? I have a job again, so I probably, I won't go into too much detail what I think it is, yeah. but, um, just everything that I'm hearing. And I even have my buddy, Richie, who, uh, who just told me he had two of his friends in their thirties that have respiratory illnesses now. And you think it's a vaccine? there's a small Whoa. part of me that does. Whoa. Yeah. Here's why. Let me tell you why yeah. is, um, so the reason Humera is so shitty, just like a lot of the other stuff is because it's an immune suppressant. Right. So ultimately with Crohn's, because it's an immune deficiency disease, mm-hmm. um, you know, and your immune system lives in the intestines and the gut, right? So yep. what it does is it suppresses your immune system so that way your body has the strength to fight off the inflammation. In this case, it would be Crohn's. Mm-hmm. So technically, the reason why they say when you take the vaccine or whether you don't take the vaccine um, you know, any type of illness, whether that's SARS or COVID or whatever, um, or flu, you're going to be at higher risk if you have a low immune system. Right. My concern is I already have a low immune system and I'm taking this foreign substance that my body doesn't know what it is, even if it's not, even if it's completely safe for you, let's just say. Yeah. Yeah. It's a foreign substance that was made in a lab within a couple of years. Um, it's not FDA approved, obviously. And they don't know the side effects quite yet because there's not enough studies. So you put that into somebody that's already fighting a disease 24-7. I think this was, 
I think this was my body's way of of getting it because it was interesting because they say the um, they say the vaccine has you know six month I think shelf life and then you got to take the booster. It yeah. was like I I took it like six or seven months ago. It was right at the end of that. Right at the end of it. So maybe my body uh, was like you know fighting it off and then it's completely fine. But then the vaccine kind of lost its juice. Yep. And then my body kind of goes back to twice as worse essentially. Right. And, right. you know, that's how you get like pneumonia and that's how you get the flu is when your body is at its worst, you're more prone to those type of diseases. In fact, so, I mean, wow. I, I don't know, dude, cause it worried me a little bit when I first went in for pneumonia Yeah. because I went to urgent care and it was about yeah. two weeks after I had kind of like flu like symptoms and I couldn't push it. And I was having 102 every night and it wasn't breaking for two weeks straight. You know, That's I'm crazy. Yeah. Cause That's I got, normal. I got the COVID test and I was clean. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, it's the flu, whatever. So I'm just, no. I'm taking down their flu and doing teas and chugging no. Gatorade and Pedialyte. And two weeks later, nothing. She comes in, they do x-rays on me. They, you know, told me I had pneumonia and she's like, that's so weird. You're like the fifth one this week. That's in their thirties that had pneumonia. No. Yeah. And you know, she was a nurse, like she wasn't yeah. a doctor. Yeah. It was urgent care. Yeah. Um, they get paid fucking 10 bucks an hour, whatever it is. So right. she had no, I, I don't think, you know, agenda. She just kind of no. casually said it. And I was like, yeah. wait, what? She's like, yeah, it's kind of weird. And I go, that's your reaction. Like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big deal. That's something I need to know. Yeah. So that kind of oh, worried me. God. And then, yeah. So I just think it has a, a lot to do with maybe not the vaccine. Maybe it's COVID itself, but you know, we're, you got to think like we're so used to being outside yeah all the time interacting with people we're getting sick all the time we're our immune systems are fighting off diseases 24 7 and then we right. go on lockdown for two years yeah and then the second people go outside again yeah your body doesn't know what the fuck it is right it's like it was like it was not working out at all for two years and then they tried to bench 315. <laughs> right. and then yeah. fucking they get some uh some lat tears and some delt tears and shit yeah exactly bro wow man so that's it and you know, like, I know you're, you're not like a conspiracy theory dude. Um, you're, I wouldn't even consider you as like kind of far as, as Rogan goes. Right. Um, no, but, um, but this is like very interesting. It's a very interesting concept on how someone like you that healthy could all of a sudden have such a shit end of your year, six months after the vaccine you know, a year and a half of being indoors, you know, like also, you know, and then I guess that also puts into play patients who take Humira should maybe not get vaccinated. Right. Well, right. you know, like maybe that's a study that needs, that needs to be talked about as well. Now, yeah. um, how many, how many millions of people probably take that? Oh yeah. Tons. Tons. And, so. you know, and it's not, it's not really uncommon. Right. And that's kind of what worries me the most about it is um, you look at a thing like Humira you know, there's something called, um, I want to say it's something advertising act. Fuck. What is it? Oh, fair advertising act, I think is what it is. Um, and there's a reason why if you watch like Humera and Viagra commercials, you watch these commercials, whether they're FDA approved or not, there's something that these pharmaceutical companies have to go through an approval process and they have to lay out the negative side effects before promoting any medication. Okay. Right. You with me? Yeah. What worries me the most is the vaccine is government funded. Yeah. 100% government funded. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's from these big pharmaceutical companies that we 
four years ago thought they were shady fucks and greedy bastards. Right. But because they're vaccines, everything's fine. Uh, they don't uh, like money. They don't like money. They're doing it to help the world. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So that's number yeah. two. Number three is they're not giving us any negative like precautions, meaning right. it's not like Humira where, hey, you could take this, but you can also develop cancer, tumors, et cetera, et cetera. Right. They're telling us take the vaccine. Yeah. And you're not going to get COVID. Yeah. Well, now we know you can take the vaccine and still get COVID. But after a year of having the vaccine, they're still not laying out studies of, okay, there's a 30-year-old guy that potentially could develop a tumor. There's, yeah. you know, these are the side effects. You're telling me there's no studies. So either there is studies and they're not sharing it with us, and that's illegal. But who's, who are we going to call, right? Yeah. It's funded by the government. So in that aspect, I'm a little bit more of a conspiracy theory because it just doesn't, it doesn't fit the line of what we know about the medical practice and pharmaceutical companies and medication and putting things in our body. Like we've done it a different way Yeah. for forever. I mean, look at what we do with cigarettes. Like yeah. we thought cigarettes were great back in the day, right? There was even doctors and propaganda. I think it was the sixties. Yeah, probably. They were like, it was like, yeah, you should smoke. Like, it's good for you, yada, yada, yada. It strengthens yeah. your lungs and all this shit. And then yeah. they found out it causes cancer. Now they put it on the box. Yeah. That's the Fair Advertising Act. So yeah. when you get the vaccine, there's no warning label. That would make me feel a little bit better if they're like, all right, listen, we can give you the vaccine. You'll probably still yeah. get COVID, but you might also get respiratory illnesses, growth tumors. And then on the flip side of it, what even is more crazy to me is my vaccine was mandated when I worked at Monster. Oh, they, yeah, they were part of that, huh? So let's say if this is a cause, the vaccine's mm -hmm. cause. First of all, we'll never know. Like, there's no... They'll <laughs> never let that out. Yeah, I mean, so I'll never know. So that's number one. Number two, if that was the case, because I wouldn't have got it if it wasn't mandated. Um, yeah. Oh, no, huh? No, definitely not. Interesting. No, Interesting. no, no. I, I, again, I take care of my body good enough, even with yeah. my condition. I, I yeah. was... Like I never got sick. Like I haven't had the flu in five years. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and the Do you reason get cold I, like every year or anything like that. Mm, sometimes around the winter, like a couple of days, I'll get a runny nose, but and that's about it. Yeah, like nothing that I would wow. have to take medication for. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, but yeah. I, I kind of had to because my immune disease. So I'm like, I kind of have to take extra care of my body. So I for probably sure. take more vitamin D, C, and zinc than anybody should. Uh, but I do yeah. that to counteract everything. So that's, you love that vitamin D. <laughs> D's nuts. Um, yeah. So that, that's what kind of worries me a little bit is like, it mm -hmm. not only was it mandated and I had to take it, but now I don't work for the company anymore. Yep. And they let me go for obvious reasons that is in another podcast that yeah, I don't boss. agree with. So not only did I have to get the I vaccine, still tell people about that situation, by the way. Thank you, man. That, that, that means a lot with, uh, especially with you being in California, it's their backyard, so... It's fucking crazy. Yeah. That, that whole situation. I know we're going off topic now, but that's, I still, to this day, talk about why they, they let you go yeah. to, to people. Nuts. Nuts. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, it led to something really cool, though, where you're at now. Bring it up. Bring it up. Oh, I can't see it. There you go. There you go. Drinkfocus.com, folks. Uh, I got to tell Drink you, though. Focus. Drink Focus. Are you going to send me a case? I'll, like, start promoting. Yeah, dude, I got you. The show. Right, cool. Bringing it to some how red carpets and shit. How much does it cost to fucking send a case of that? Like four hundred dollars? To you, it's hefty. Yeah, it's hefty, bro. Because it, it has to go through uh, COVID <laughs> testing. <laughs> 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 
they have to <laughs> put it through metal yeah. detectors and all that. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, dude, that's uh, yeah, they did me a favor. I mean, honestly, I'm very happy, and you know, they uh, yeah, they did me a favor. It just cool. it, it worries me that you know, again, if it was because of the vaccine, right, not only did I take yeah. it, I got let go, so now it doesn't matter, and now I'm stuck with you know, what if it, God forbid, what if it's cancer? Like, yeah. And then yeah. five years later, we find out from the vaccine. What can I do with the company I worked to before? Like, I can't sue them. Well, we all make the joke that in five to 10 years, you know, we're going to have that late night infomercial that says, in the year 2020, did you take the vaccine from so and so? If so, you Call. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Morgan I mean, and Morgan. Like, yeah. I feel like that that's going to happen, I think, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm just so sorry even going through that. You know, because I, I got sick around the same time with COVID or whatever. Um, and it was like a bad flu for a week. And then like something with my inner ear made me dizzy for a few days. And now I've been dealing with just like a cough in the morning, but, um, just dealing with that every day, not wanting to eat, not having energy. And I'm thinking like someone like you going through something so much heavier than that. Right. And like how much strength it takes to, to get out of bed or, brush your teeth even, or like any of those things. So I've been thinking about you, bro. And it's like, it's, it's been weighing heavy, but Thanks, I'm man. glad, you know, you look all right, man. And like, you know, when you found out it wasn't at least not for sure cancer, then, uh, yeah. the C word. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's no, been a rough man, end thanks. of the year for you, man. Even with, uh, with Brenda going through that too, man. Super sad. Yeah. No, thanks, man. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, you know, it was, it's definitely a test for sure. I feel like test for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's preparing, uh, it's preparing us for some, some serious shit. Cause yeah, that, that's what, that's what kind of fucked up. You know, I feel bad for Brenda, obviously like, <clears throat> you know, I think I can, I could probably handle a lot, but you know, mm -hmm. she was trying to do what she could. I mean, I was, I was in there for a week, man. Like <clears throat> it's a long time in a hospital. Yeah, dude. And, uh, and then the day I was about to get out, um, without even getting results of the biopsy yet. So we were still yeah. kind of scared a little bit. And then, you know, we get that call with, you know, her father passing away and we're just like, whoa, bro, like what yeah. the fuck? And then now it's, it's kind of worse. to go even deeper. It's like, you know, he, uh, he got cremated, which, which was great. We're going to do a service and, you mm -hmm. know, half of the ashes, um, are going to go to Puerto Rico. And the other half are going to stay here in Florida and there's going to be two services. But now with mm -hmm. the pandemic, it's like people are even scared to do big gatherings like that. You yeah, know, you so almost can't, right? Yeah. So then it's kind of like, fuck, man. You know, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Like we, we almost do it virtual. Yeah. But, and we've been doing this, you know, like I, uh, on the side, you know, I do some uh, photography and videography and, you know, we did this, uh, a buddy's wedding of ours and we, videotaped it i put together a nice you know uh, video we did some photos and you still we did... doing the gay porn videography as well stop doing that oh okay cool. stop doing that yeah <laughs> doesn't pay enough believe it or not which is weird really i mean yeah this feels like there's probably a lot of people out there loving yeah. to do it i guess unless it's anal anal pays a lot but <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let someone give it to me i'm gonna you know you're gonna be, you're gonna be a top yeah i'm the bear good good for you good for you um, bear yeah so but yeah it's weird because we did that virtual and that was almost two and a half it was probably yeah two years ago. Yeah, still so, going. Like what? What's the end all be all here? Yeah, I don't know. It's like, so strange. Uh, it's it's the new norm for sure. Um, <laughs> especially with like as Omicron. Am I saying it right? It's Omicron, right? I think so. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. As that has now taken the world by storm, right? Everybody's my brother Phoenix just got it. He said, um, I just got it. And um, but like, where does that? Where does the next variant go? Right. Right. Like well, what's, and and is his was how was his symptoms? So it's pretty standard as everybody else right now with that Omicron. Like you still have your taste and smell, but it's like a it's like a flu. It's like a bad flu. I think uh, I'm looking right now, but I don't think there's been a lot of deaths. No. And, you know, I think my question, my big question would be, would it have been better if we just let us all get herd immunity and take it like a champ? I mean, because there's going to, here's the thing, just like the flu, there's going to be deaths. Of course. It's just so, man, the more and more I think about it, especially when I was in the hospital, I had nothing but negative things to think about. Of course. I went down the rabbit hole of like all this shit. And I'm thinking we're doing so much work to prevent this disease that is really, yeah, it's a big deal, sure. But we, we don't do anything to prevent drunk driving. We don't do anything to prevent kids smoking, like aside right. from putting a label on. Like we're right. creating all these mandates, and it really upset me about the whole thing when I found out about this. And that's all I could think about was like I, got, I had to get the vaccine to keep my job essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, imagine if you had to, like you had to do a breathalyzer no matter what, when you go in a vehicle, mm-hmm. whether you got a DUI or not, like day one, that's what we're trained to do. Like a seatbelt. Right. Like what if tomorrow that was the mandate? Would yeah. people be upset? Sure. Yeah. But that would have saved millions more lives than this will ever save. And sure. it's like, what is the thought process? Cause I'm trying to rack my brain around it. It's like, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist because what is the benefit aside from like Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson Johnson, aside from them making billions of dollars, which newsflash, they're not paying for the vaccine. It's all profit. So FYI, yeah. Yeah. that's a problem. Just so you know, folks out there. So aside from that, what's the government's thing in this? Like what's their, like, do they want to kill half the population? I don't think so. I don't think they're that smart. But if they kill us, we're their number one source of income. Correct. So that's the only thing that's like the way I've been always looking at this situation is that they're, they're not, they're trying to keep us alive. Right. The the problem is they don't know what to do. Right. They're thinking the vaccine works. It doesn't work. Right. Like they, or they say in like the, I guess it doesn't kill us at that point. Right. But, um, they're trying to keep us alive because they know we're, we're their source of income. Right. Um, so I don't think they're trying to purposely kill us with the vaccine. You're right. And I agree. But then I also worry about, I go back to cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. And we know for sure that causes deaths. Like there's no question. It will kill you. And yet they still, they're still legal. They're still legal. Yeah. Same, same thing with, <laughs> same thing with a lot of stuff. Same than the food we put in our body. Like we know for sure that there's carcinogens and, and a lot of other bullshit that's in foods that we're able to consume and preservatives. And the FDA allows it and they know it kills us, Mm -hmm. but I think, and here's the, here's a big mind fuck. They don't want to kill us similar to climate change. They're in it for the now. They know Mm -hmm. for sure that they can make money. The FDA can make money. Pharmaceutical companies can make, and they know for sure that we're going to keep fucking and procreating and making babies. Mm -hmm. So even if they kill half of us, another half is coming tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, Suicide prevention. What are we doing for that? What was the number? 880,000? 800,000 a year. 800,000 a year. They let that keep going. 
You know, why aren't why aren't they doing things to keep people from committing suicide? Why aren't they helping the homeless? Why aren't they like there's so many other things we could do? Why aren't they helping Detroit with their and Michigan with their water? Like there's so many things that we could do to help save more lives, but they choose not to. Instead, they invest billions of dollars in something that isn't more dangerous than the flu. It's so weird. It just doesn't make sense. All the stuff they're doing. And, you know, you bring up Rogan. And of course, I listen to Rogan a lot, but he makes a good point where now that they're able to do this stuff, like they're able to make these mandates and shut down restaurants and cities. It's the government. It's the president. It's the vice president. It's the Senate. They're not going to pull back this power. No, no, they have it now. Like they know it's possible. Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. They, they, they have the power and they, yeah. they tested it and, and they, they have it. And it works. You know? And then, like, what what are we going to do? What are we going to go live in fucking Central America? No, we're going to just bite the bullet. And, you know, like I I talk about this when I talk finances on some episodes and I talk about saving money and stuff. And I'm like, listen, the government could raise your taxes like you're in Cali. You guys get bent Mm -hmm. over all the time, Mm -hmm. every every day, no matter what you buy. And at the end of the year, forget it. But they could tell you tomorrow that your tax are going to increase by 10 percent. Yeah, you're going to pay it. Yeah, because you're more than welcome to leave. Yeah, it's always been like that. You can leave. I mean, just a state over is cheaper taxes than you guys. Yeah. You can easily leave. Yeah. But you're choosing to pay, and we're giving away so much power and so much um, free will. Um, Not just with the government, but just in general. Like restaurants are doing so much to sacrifice their bottom line and their profit to help this disease, and we're trusting not a lot of not a lot of studies behind it. And that's what's a little bit more terrifying is, you know, we're just, uh, we're putting in the hands of people that aren't affected every single day. I don't know. And it's a different world where, where I'm at versus where you're at. Totally different. <laughs> like so, my mom just had a situation at Publix yesterday. Oh, and do tell. I guess in Publix, they don't, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And it's like a sign right on the front of their stores. It says, Hey, if you're vaccinated, no mask needed. So so she's in there, she's vaccinated with a booster and everything like that. So she's not wearing a mask. And I was like, well, are you like one of the only ones not wearing a mask? Like, what is the situation? And she goes, no, nobody wears a mask in there. It's public. No. I was like, okay. It's Florida. That's fine. It's Florida. Yeah, it's Florida and it's public. It's, it's Florida as you could get is public, right? Right. Um, <laughs> so she had a situation where she was like trying to get like something out of the frozen section and some woman with a mask, like, <clears throat> it was like, got crazy at her because she wasn't wearing a mask. And my mom was like looking around, there was like big black guys with no mask and like other people with no mask. And like this chick decided to pick on my mom, right? When there's everyone around this woman with no mask, you know? And uh, and it's 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 creating a division between us is what this is also doing, you know? That's right. And it's fucking sad. No, it is, it's very sad. And it, again, it almost makes you think like, I don't know if our government is so intelligent to create this massive thing. But it's like, what if, you know, imagine if there was like an Epstein in Russia, like an Epstein mm-hmm. type in Russia, mm-hmm. that's like the puppet master to just a few government officials. And it's like, all right, bro, this is what you're gonna do. <laughs> right, right. You're gonna do fucking this. You're gonna tell them to do this. You're gonna tell them to do that. Yeah. And then, you know, in five years, you know, these other, China's probably more of a better example. Um, where maybe they're controlling something, you know? Yeah. And they're yeah. like, Hey man, you need to do this to your country and we're in, we're going to do it. And then we're getting divided and whether it's China or Russia, those other, like, this is where my conspiracy theory goes to where 
I just don't think our country is so, they're just not smart enough to do all this. Like there, it just doesn't make sense. Like it, it's so weird that they wouldn't do this with other stuff to help yeah. us. Yeah. So, there's influences behind everything. Right. And yeah. it's, it's always money, money and power. So that's right. Maybe they're on the power trip right now in the sense of like, Hey, like you said, like, Oh shit, we can actually shut down stuff. Like, and they're going to yeah. listen. Our, our, uh, our puppets are going to let, going to listen. Yeah. So that's, that's right. an interesting thing. That's like the first time you like yell at your dog and it listens. You go, oh, Ooh. <laughs> or like the spray bottle. If the spray bottle oh, works, yeah. you know, and you're teaching them like how to do stuff, you're like, oh, this is. Now they're gonna use it against us, right? Like, hey, don't make us bring the spray bottle out. That's right. You, know, you guys don't like it. That's right, uh, dude. I mean, I, love, I don't know. I, I love that analogy because we just got the puppy. So yeah, exactly. So like. The, the first time he pissed, he did a little piss. Well, he's potty trained now, which is good. He's like 10 yeah. weeks. So we, we got him oh. trained really well. Um, but yeah, the first couple of times he pissed on the ground, give him a little tap on the nose, just a little tap. Now moving forward, if I know he's about to, I go, eh, I raise the hand and he, he knows what time it is. He'll go right to the patio door. Yeah. So it's like, once you, yeah, you're right. Once you have that power, you're like, Ooh. So now even if he just upsets me for whatever reason, I raise the hand he knows. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, dude. Um, but anyway, uh, so the handler. <laughs> <laughs> if you're transition. still watching, folks, everybody's like, you, you like lost half of them, right? Half of them are like, what the fuck are these yeah. guys talking about? The other half's like, yeah. Yeah. Joe let's Rogan. Do it. Yeah. Joe Rogan. <laughs> or they're like, uh, the other half's like, yeah, yeah. And then, the second we start talking about the handler, I'm like, all right, I'm done. All right, we're done here. <laughs> what, what is this shit movie he's talking about? Yeah. Um, no, but, uh, but dude, listen, I mean, at the end of the day, I think we're going to eventually get back to normal. It, it looks like movie theaters open up again, which is great for, for you and your, your career. On average, if these 50 states get back to normal in some capacity, I think in five years, this thing will be just another bullshit thing we dealt with. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal down the road, but it's going to take some time. Yeah. So it sounds like we're getting there, which is good. I'm interested to see like the flu shot, if that's going to be a yearly thing for COVID. Mm. Like here, yeah. get your SARS, SARS vaccination if you want it, you know? Yeah. Well, what worries, um, me, the, what worries me the most is what if uh, they don't get the best redemption on vaccines or boosters? Mm -hmm. And then just like us not telling them, like what's in the flu vaccine, do you know? Oh, yeah. it's Yeah, nobody fucking knows. So what if they just mix up a little fucking flu COVID cocktail and just start giving that to people saying it's the flu vaccine? The flu Rona, bro. A, a case of flu Rona in California just happened. Like seriously, look it up. Flu fucking Rona, dude. What is that? It's the person had COVID and the flu. Shut the fuck up. Were they vaxxed up? Yeah. Do you know? I don't know. I don't know the details of it. Flu Rona flu case. Rona. Yeah. Uh, reports about a dual infection with the flu virus and the coronavirus has been making sensational headlines recently. Oh, here you go. Last week, Israel confirmed the first case of flu Rona in an unvaccinated woman. Of course, she was unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. Followed by a growing number of cases in children in the United States. None were seriously ill, but the name flu Rona has definitely stuck. It sounds like Sharknado, Dr. Sad Almer says, the director of Yale. Yeah, I'm going to stop reading this. Okay. What a the director fucking... of Yale compared to the Sharknado. <sighs> the fact that he's seen Sharknado and I haven't. Mm. Wow. Go back to Yale, you clown. That's um, a clown move. That is a clown move. 
how to prevent the co-infection. See, this is what we need to know. Um, on this one, the medical advice remains consistent. You ready for this? From the New York Times, here's how to prevent both infections. Get vaccinated oh, for okay. the flu and for COVID. Right, right. Shocker. Yeah. Although, good news, though, uh, if you get the vaccine, you could potentially still get COVID. P potentially. But you, you have the vaccine, though. Yeah. So that's good. Die. That's we're <laughs> that's not going to die. That's good. See, again, what's what's so weird about it? And that's the last thing we'll say about the vaccine. Yeah. Um, but it's a very interesting topic because with the flu vaccine, you're getting the flu. They physically inject you with the flu. Yeah. So because you want to build up immunity to it. Right. With COVID, for whatever reason, for medical experts that are way smarter than us, decided that that's not the healthiest route to go. So they give you these protein type of things that fight off. The yeah. Messengers, yeah. The messengers that go around and say, hey, bro, this is cool. Fight this shit off when it comes by and then bounce. Cool? Yeah. Deuces. Yeah. But they don't do that with the flu. It's interesting, right? Very interesting. Yeah. Well, and it's more interesting, especially now when people are still getting it, if you're vaxxed up. You know, because I also read this study that um, they're, uh, I don't think it was Yale, especially after Sharknado Boy. But there was, a, there was a study that maybe came at Harvard where they're doing these micro doses of peanuts in okay. children that have allergies. To try to build their system up to that's it? That's right. Have you heard of this? Ooh, I haven't, but that's a crazy yeah. idea. I like yeah, it. Yeah, look it up when you, get, uh, when you get some time and you folks yeah. out there too. But yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting because now they're not having as bad of allergies. Like these are the folks that like, you know, their throats swell up. But right. they give them a little micro dose of the actual peanut. Um, they don't actually feed them peanuts, but they give them little microdoses. And um, I don't know if it's intramuscular or not, but yeah, apparently it's working and it's helping some allergies like and stuff. Yeah. I, I've been so blessed in the sense of, uh, of like really no allergies, no, like there's nothing I can't eat or drink or whatever. But like I have, you know, friends that like they get around it, even like breathing the air of a peanut and they can fucking die. And it's like, just things like that is so crazy to like, imagine living life like that, you know? That's insane. I couldn't imagine. But by, by the way, look, look this up. It's uh, it's, you don't have to do it now, but if anybody's out there looking very well, talks about how microdosing kids with peanut allergies may end the risk of their serious reactions. Key takeaways. Wow. A new study has found that oral immunotherapy can reduce the risk of severe reaction from accidentally eating peanuts amongst 98% of the pe uh, 98% of the children with the peanut allergy. Research comes from a year uh, after the FDA approved the first ever oral immunotherapy drug. Oh, so I guess it's already out. While highly effective, this immunotherapy drug may cause side effects and require an ongoing daily commitment for long-term effectiveness. Mm. So that's interesting. Yeah. But, you know, again, that science is with a lot of stuff, right? They're they're doing it with shrooms and uh, PTSD, yeah. You know, and they're microdosing that. But you know, again, we're not microdosing the COVID. Awkward. I would like to try to start microdosing shrooms and see mm. how it changes my demeanor every day. You better move out of California, bud. <laughs> I know. I don't think that there were there was talks that they were trying to legalize shrooming like yeah. shrooms like that, but I don't think it's passed yet. No. But soon. No. Yeah, no, I think uh, Seattle maybe started doing it. Mm -hmm. um, Oregon. Ironically, the uh, super left states, which is interesting. Yeah. 
Um, so Cali should be next. I would think so. Yeah, but no, that that should be interesting. I heard it. Uh, I heard there's a lot of a lot of great benefits. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also kind of one of those other funky things where who's going to manage it, right? Is it the FDA that's going to manage it? Because yeah. that's where I'm not a big fan of going to dispensaries. It's not really regulated. So, like, I no. could, I'm buying, you know, 20 megs of quote unquote, you know, 90% THC, 10% mm-hmm. CBD, but they could just slap a label on it and it's not approved by anybody. Like, there's no regulation. No, there's not. So, because I don't want to be taking a handful of fucking shrooms. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. a, it's like that time I was out in Cali and ended up getting uh, a couple pre rolls. And remember when we were out, we did dinner, yeah. and like I did, I did a bunch of edibles. And remember in Cali, it was, it was legal, so chill, chill out, folks. Uh, I got that pre roll, the second one, like hours later, because I was fine. And Brenda doesn't really smoke a lot, so she was taking hits here and there. And then, like yeah. right before I went, I'm like, I took a bunch. You're like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. And you took the rest like a champ and well, <laughs> or you just threw it away and you were just trying to make me look cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then yeah. I took it and then I'm in the fucking Uber and I get back to the hotel and I was gone. Yeah. But you know, this again, the label said it was like 60%, 70% THC. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. I've done worse than that. Yeah. <sighs> I have not. No, that was the worst. It's dangerous out here sometimes. Dude, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. insane. Anyway, how... <laughs> handler? We're going back to the handler? I we'll have slow, a movie out, everybody. That's, we'll slowly that's, bu- uh, we'll build up yeah. to that. Maybe I'll, I'll reverse. I'll, I'll start with the beginning of this. this? And I'll put that in the beginning <laughs> to kind of keep the attention. Um, yeah, yeah. But how is Cali over there? I mean, it looks like you've done... Because you did the Broadway, right? The um, vampire Broadway? The what vampire was that? thing. Um, yeah, so we shot the handler in 2020. Um, I also shot two movies, uh, one movie in 2020 in Alaska. Um, that's still in like post-production. Nice. So the handler just got released a couple weeks ago and, um, and it's doing well. We're, you know, it's like, it's, it's split feedback on reviews, like everything I fucking do. I can't, I, I feel like I can't make like a movie for the masses yet, but, um, like this film is like, if you're in the, either the target demographic or you're going in going, ah, I'm just going to have a couple beers and watch this kind of lighthearted, like action flick where this dude is against the odds and kicks everybody's ass and just be like, Oh, well, either whether it was cheesy or choreographed correctly or not, like you're still just enjoying the 70, 80 minute ride. Right. That's right. Then you have the people that come in and go, this is not fucking John Wick, bro. Like, this is a one out of 10 movie. This is no fucking John Wick. Like, what the fuck were you thinking, bro? Like, that's so crazy to think that these people that give it one out of 10 stars are comparing it to those kind of films. Our budget in the total movie was probably like their lunch one day on set of John Wick. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here. So I try in like interviews and, and stuff like that about it. The first thing I always try to say is, listen, it's low budget. You know, we, we shot it in like eight days, you know, so take that into effect. Yeah. It's eight days. We did multiple fights a day, no pre-rehearsals. It was literally on the set. My, our fight choreographer, Matt and the director would go, uh, we want to do a fight there. And he'd go with who? Okay, cool. And then within an hour we'd be filming it. Oh shit. That's all it was, you know? So of course you're not going to get fucking perfection and like the enough time to do camera angles correctly. Like, 
Right, right. But you just watched it. That was the first time. Did I ever send you the link before? No? No, no. Why? Huh. Did you send me a link? Like to... I feel like... What do like I get to a watch free... Like, for yeah, free? I thought I sent you like a screener like months ago. Oh. Oh, maybe you did. Yeah. Um, All right. I we could... watched it anyways. Thanks for the support. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I would buy it anyway, even if you gave me the screening. I don't want to see that shit early. I want to wait. I want to buy it like a normal human. You know, I'm yeah, sick of this. Uh, I'm sick of this gold-plated treatment that I get. It's enough. It's terrible. It's yeah. enough. Uh, no, Just I... Don't Code, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Use the code Chris ten. Um, no, but it was it was good, man. I mean, I, I enjoyed it only because. But yeah, it's a. I go into it. You know, I love all your movies only because it's kind of rad to see on the big screen. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially you know, usually it's just me watching myself on YouTube and the podcast. Yeah. So to see someone else that I recognize, it's kind of cool. It's cool. Um, no, but I enjoyed it, dude. I mean, I think again, indie, low budget. I go into it thinking it's going to be Blair Witch. Right. You know, it's it's going to be a, a a director that's shaking his hands and the choreography is going to be, eh, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know how much you, you trained for it, which you trained a lot for this, but I know in general, it's not like you've been kickboxing with Conor McGregor for 10 years. So no. I'm like, I'm going into the thing and he's going to be okay. There's yeah. probably going to be a couple of things I'm going to critique in his fighting. And yeah. then I ended up watching it. Yeah. And I was like... Hold on. The choreography was actually really good. And yeah. the fact that you just told me, you know, you got like an hour notice, like I'm impressed. You Thanks, actually, man. yeah, you looked like you knew what you were doing. Yeah. If, if I could Everybody be so bold. That. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, man. Yeah. I only trained 30 days for it. And, uh, wow. Yeah. And everybody says like, well, you could see that Chris is like a trained fighter, but like just the movie wasn't that good. Right. Like that's a lot of what reviewers yeah. will say. And like the fact is I'm not a trained fighter. Like, literally just 30 days trying to learn how to throw a punch and then maybe it's because you maybe it's because you got the body for it oh hey <laughs> Did what he... sucks is that yeah let's talk about diving for that shit so what sucks is that up to that point i think we shot it in like july of 2020 we had gyms had been shut down for like four months at that time oh, that's and right. yeah. I, could, I can't work out at home i was like fuck it well you know what the first time in like 15 years, I'm not going to give a shit about my, I'm going to turn off my body dysmorphia and just relax. Right. Wow. And then after four months of kind of just, this is, this is, this is what a normal guy does after, you know, if he goes to work, he comes home and he just sits on the couch and like, that's seems like, seems like a good life actually. It's not bad. And it's not bad. And then, and then the director hit me up and was like, yo, we're going to do this fighting movie in this location. Um, you have about 30 days. I was like, oh, uh -oh. so no gym i just had to like kind of begin the diet immediately and it's just pretty standard bodybuilding diet you know low carb um proteins all day uh, no snacks no sugar no you know very little fat yeah um and i didn't get to where i wanted to get you know but within 30 days it, it, it was something that there's there's parts of the film where i'm like okay yeah like the shoulder definition was there and right shit like that. no no it, it looked good and i liked it because it's you know again like i, I watch <clears throat> like a movie again comparing it to with you know the rock mm, yeah like when the rock's in a fight scene i'm like and he's getting hit by some yeah. dude not as big as him like this is stupid like that wouldn't even if that happened his like delt would like just pop out and injure the guy so yeah. i kind of like the fact that you weren't uh jason statham shredded right like right. i enjoyed there the is that relatability to it that's right, right. the yeah. authenticity of it to where you know, again, if I'm a kid and let's say you had a, a hundred thousand dollar budget versus what yeah. you had, 
and I'm a kid and I'm watching that flick, I'm like, I could totally grow up and be this guy. Yeah. But if I watch the transporter, I'm like, that's, it's not my hero. I can it's never fantasy that. at that point. That's right. Yeah. So no, I enjoy, I enjoyed that. And I think you got to go into that attitude when you watch an indie or a, a low budget film where, you know, there's X amount of people on it. There's a very small amount of money that goes into it. And it's for, it's for the love of just filming something that's an, a cool story. And yeah. I mean, the only thing I personally, and I got to write a v- review on it too on Amazon, um, yes, which, you know, it'll be, it'll be as good you, as you review my podcast. You can do stars. four stars. You don't have to give five. Let's be, let's be realistic here. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how this interview goes. Okay. We'll, we'll <laughs> dictate. Right. Yeah. So, Lose so far, a star a minute. yeah, so, so far you're at like a four. So try, <laughs> try to work up to a five. Um, <laughs> no, the only thing I would probably say is, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there that, um, cause the fight scenes I thought were great. Yeah. But there's a few things where maybe it was a little bit longer in the flashbacks, which was yeah. interesting, key to the story. But yeah. getting those cut up, but if you do that, now you're at like an hour. That's no good. So I that get was that the thing, right? Yeah. yeah, 100%. And like, there really wasn't any story when the script was given to me. Um, it was oh, really? just the idea. Yeah, there was no story. It was like the idea that, hey, I just want to make this action film that's like 80s, 90s. And like, just send as many people as we can hire at you to fight. And that's it, you know? And like, you're protecting this bag and we won't tell anyone what's in the bag. And that was the story, right? But then I think as we either shot it or like after, after cutting it and knowing it was only like an hour of fighting or whatever, he's like, okay, well, what do we need to do to create a story? And that's when he like created the flashbacks with my son running on the beach or training with the, the mat guy or right. those moments with my sister. And like, does the story need any of that stuff? Probably not, you know, but you got to fill the gaps. It in, you got to fill the gaps and to make it an actual 80, 80 minute, 85 minute movie. You know? Well, and that's what people don't understand is like, you know, you might go into a movie thinking, well, why isn't it just an hour and a half of just nonstop fighting? Well, yeah. that costs more money. Yeah. So that's that that's the challenge with like a low budget film is more so than a John Wick, you have to have those moments. Like there's a reason why now at John Wick four, I think he's coming out with. And again, yeah. not to compare the two, but it's right. so funny where there's going to be very little dialogue and very little story building. Like yeah. he'll probably if he has a new dog, we won't know why he got it. He'll just no. it'll be there yeah. <laughs> because that's just because the the two hour time frame is going to be nothing but nonstop crazy action stunt CGI ridiculous yeah. shit. So that's the it's difference. awesome. And it's, it's great. Awesome. Such yeah. a great movie. And I'm going to watch it. Although I got to yeah. tell you, I was a little disappointed in Matrix Revolutions. Did you watch that? Oof, I did watch it. I, now, if I saw it in a theater, would I have thought a little differently about the film? Because like I've seen things in theaters that I enjoyed, and then like I'll talk to my brother or something and be like, and he'll watch it on TV, and he hated it. And I'm, but in the experience yeah. of the theater, I really enjoyed it. I watched it at home, and I have surround sound. I have a 65-inch, but I just didn't care about anything to do with that movie. No. Like, I didn't care about the story. I didn't care about the rescue, of, and it was confusing when they're going back and forth what pill, where is he at? I don't know. Is that how you felt too? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it was, yeah. I think it probably would have made more sense if it was, you know, five years after the third one and not 20, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they did a good job uh, explaining why Morpheus wasn't Morpheus. Mm-hmm. And like that kind of made sense. I mean, here's my question is just like the vaccine, 
is like, why, why are we doing it? Like what? So you want to redo this story, but why, why not just bring back Lawrence Fishburne and have a better story? Did he not want to do it? Cause I heard he wanted to do it and I heard they made Russell it without, it. yeah, but they made it without telling him. And the fact that you see the chemistry that they had in John Wick, I think people would go just because of that. Like, cause when I was that. watching, when I was watching John Wick and it was Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu Reeves on the screen, all I thought about was matrix. Of course. And I'm like, how great would it be if they made a sequel with these two again? And then yeah. you give me that raging hard on for three John Wick movies. Yeah. And then you got the opportunity to bring him back and you choose to bring out this younger guy. That's not even a real human spoiler alert. And he's also creating a video game that is off the matrix and you spend 45 minutes in that story. I mean, I don't know. Stupid, bro. Here was my That's... honest, here was my honest feedback. If I had to be a reviewer, yeah. my paragraph feedback would have been action scenes were great, mm -hmm. but I feel like the director who's a woman, who's the sister, right, of the Wachowski brothers. Mm -hmm. um, shout well, out. It, it is the Wachowski brothers, just not anymore. Oh, really? Oh, you didn't know that? No. Why would yeah, that? They, they're a trance. <gasps> oh. Oopsie. Yeah. Definitely getting canceled for that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to skip exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, they're no Wait, longer. Wait, hold on. So both of them are, or just I one? Now. Both of them. Uh, I thought both of them. Yeah. Well, that actually might explain my criticism on this. Then, whatever. It's 2022. If people don't like what I say, you'll live. Unsubscribe. Yeah. My whole thing was Keanu Reeves, who is the one, and spent three movies building up to that. In mm -hmm. the fourth one, which you had the opportunity to really like spend some money on CGI, and there were some awesome scenes in there. But the whole time, he's just pushing things. It's annoying. And he had some incredible choreography, probably some of the best that I've seen him do, because he's actually a legit, like, black belt. Like, he's a good fighter. Yeah. And he knows karate and jiu-jitsu and all this stuff. So to not utilize his skills that he physically has in real life um, was upsetting. And then in the fourth one, he does no moves, no fighting. So he looked like kind of a bitch. And instead of being the one, he's Trinity almost saved him more than than anything. And that's my problem. Such a obvious move to make the one a girl, a woman, just like you did with Star Wars, and just like you did with Ghostbusters, and just like you did with Ocean's Eleven. And you want to be so fucking woke and give women the power. You make your own movie. You don't completely destroy three films, in my opinion, and end it like this. Because even the director said. Uh, they said that this is it. Like they're done. Yeah. That's upsetting. That's yeah. upsetting. I felt, I felt the feminism in the matrix as well. A little bit, a little bit too much. Yeah. And that's another thing too, is like when Neo is the one, when he's, when he's in the matrix, he sees the green code, right? So like, he doesn't see what normal people see anymore. He sees the code that we're created. He sees the, the software, but they totally remove that whole situation in this one it's like it didn't like exist it, it didn't like all yeah exactly it didn't exist at all like in reality when three helicopters were shooting at him he easily in the code could have just blinked and all three of them should have exploded right, right. like but because so he, he because he ended it and he sacrificed himself it was a mm -hmm. reboot mm -hmm. so he got like kind of reset and again mm -hmm. even if that's the case i get it okay fine i can live through that 
But exactly. now you're going to give the power to somebody. So now this is a new code. But right. it's a new program. But you spent three movies building up his power. Yeah. And now in one movie, in a two-hour span, you gave the same power to the girl. Yeah. And what's what's even more crazy is Trinity was like the um, Sigourney Weaver of the 90s. Right? Like Sigourney Weaver back in the 70s and 80s with Alien, she was like, fuck feminism, dude. She was a badass. She was like Rambo. Yeah, she's Rambo. And it's not like things have gotten worse for women. Things have gotten significantly better since the 70s for women, for sure. Yeah. So the fact that you're pretending like women don't have the power, did you not see the three Matrix movies? Trinity was saving Neo more than he was saving other people. Like, she was a badass. Yeah. As a human. As a human being. Special powers to do that. So it's yeah. kind of like you're devaluing it a little bit, and I just couldn't buy it. Now, yeah. if you made that two movies, I might be into it. Like, if you had Neo build up to his powers again, and maybe the sequel, you give her the same powers? Yeah. I could be into that, but... The fact that you just kind of rebooted everything again it's like my criticism with ghostbusters when they did it with the girls it's like yeah. what are you doing it wasn't necessary no what are you doing nobody asked for it you know yeah but other than that i mean the fight scenes were cool it's just a lot of cgi i mean that's to be expected yeah. but i was yeah. such a big matrix fan and to watch that i was kind of like i don't know there's a picture you should find put it up on the screen is it's like the four matrix movies and it's a drawing of a horse and the horse progressively gets worse have you no. seen this Horse Matrix meme. All right. Here it is, folks. Yeah. Is that it? It's, it's kind of it, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> but that's the truth, though. Like, how it progressively just got lazier so and lazier. I just say, like, what's the point? Like, if you're going to do it and you have the budget, like, I have no doubt John Wick 4 is going to be fantastic. No doubt. Because they're because not they changing. What, yeah. yeah, they don't need to change the, the wheel, right? Like, right, and with exactly. this. It, it's almost like they could have just remade the third one with the technology we have now. That's right. And like, we still would have been in, in, in heaven, right? Oh my God. Because the, I mean, the third one itself was just, oh, just ridiculous. And it really pushed the boundaries of where we were at VFX wise, yeah. almost to where it was like, eh, I'm not buying it right now. Right. But I could have bought it today in 2022. Oh, yeah. What we're doing now is crazy, right? Like imagine oh. if the handler had that budget. What? It probably wouldn't. Have, it probably wouldn't have started me to be honest with you. There we go, Canada. But uh, speaking of sequels, though, one thing I did see in theaters was No Way Home. Spider-Man. Oh Home. my god! One of the greatest Marvel movies. Are you kidding me? Ever created, bro. And I thought Avengers Endgame was like that epic ending was like to me like such an a, an amazing moment. But seeing all three Spider-Mans on screen talking to each other and joking and like. Bro. The little moments they had, it, it gives me chills, bro. It was so amazing. It was so amazing. And, you know, that's a perfect example where I love Scorsese to death, but he's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. He might have been right 10 years ago. Maybe. maybe. Uh, now they've gotten to the point to where they are not just superhero movies. Like those three, especially do that scene, spoiler alert, but that scene when Tom Holland lost a family member. Or a friend. And, oh my god! And then the three of them kind of like compare their stories. I bawled like a little bitch. We're all crying. It was unbelievable. And that acting, dude. Come on, you can't tell me if you didn't know anything. If they removed those suits and they yeah. were just them three acting, yeah. that's not a superhero movie. That is a legitimate, cinematic, gorgeous movie. 
I mean, it was just, it was incredible. The whole the movie. Moments, and there was, dude. Yeah, there's whole moments like that. There's a, they did a lot of great stuff with Andrew Garfield. I think they felt bad for Andrew Garfield. I, you know, I think us as fans. Shot. Yeah, yeah, you know, because he was such a fan of Spider-Man and gave it so much. But, you know, when, when Toby's sitting there calling him amazing, right? Right. and he's the amazing Spider-Man, right? Or when he catches MJ. Oh, dude. Dude. I cried on that too, bro. I cried on that too. Because he didn't do it in his film set, right? Like, it was beautiful. oh, man. It was beautiful. Was great, great fucking moments yeah. in that movie, dude. And I, and I heard it set up so much. Like, there's even rumors. Because you know the ending with Tom Holland's Venom. So you know this yeah. whole theory? No, what's the theory? So apparently, um, in, in, in Venom 2, you saw that? Mm-hmm. At the end of that, oh. he's... <laughs> He sees Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Uh, is that when he like wakes up in the bed? Like, That's right. It's like the after credit scene. Right, okay. That's right. So Right, he sees the news or something, and it says, oh, Peter right. Parker's Spider-Man, right. But what that what happened was he got part of the, the blip. So he just showed up there because the universe got reset because of the Avengers. So right. he showed up at that universe. The theory is he wasn't originally in the Tom Holland universe. So then if you look at No Way Home, spoiler alert again, uh, spoilers for the rest of this podcast, by the way. But apparently the theory is he was in that universe in Spider-Man No Way Home, but then he disappeared, but he did right. it in a way just like Toby and Andrew did. It was the yellow sparkle. The multiverse. The multiverse. So he went back to his universe, which they're saying is uh, Andrew Garfield's universe. And the reason they're oh. saying this is in Morpheus, Morpheus. in the trailer— Morbius. Is it Morbius? I keep okay, saying yeah. Morpheus. I was Jesus. like, Matrix? No, no. Matrix? Morbius. Yeah, yeah. Morbius. So in Morbius, so go back to Morbius, what happened? So in Morbius, in the trailer, if you watch it, he gives references mm-hmm. to Andrew Garfield's universe and to Venom. He does. He does. So okay. like in the last trailer, at the end of it, he turns into Morbius and says, mm-hmm. we are Venom. And he goes, I'm just kidding. I'm Dr. Morbius. Oh, he does say that. Yes, right. he does. It's hysterical. Right, right. So they're thinking those are two, because that's Sony Properties. So they're mm-hmm. thinking they're going to bring back Andrew Garfield and actually do the Am- the Amazing Spider-Man three Whoa. with Venom, with with Tom Hardy's Venom. That's the theory. And apparently, if you Google it right now, apparently there's already like pre-production of it where they're starting to like do scenes and shit where they're bringing back Andrew Garfield with Andrew Garfield. Now the only problem yeah. with Andrew Garfield, he's a little bit old to be doing Spider-Man right now. Correct. Yeah, you got to be. You have to like pretend if if his movie was based like in whatever whatever time yeah. frame that was. This is like twenty years later. Yeah, like Toby's like, definitely too old. That's like right. when he showed up, I was like, I mean, right. Toby still looks good, right? But like you could see, even for a person that has a baby face, like it's a long time ago now. That's right. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It was a little, uh, but you know, I'm surprised he didn't like look like Bruce Willis does in the last Die Hard. I mean. You know, he doesn't uh, have a pot yeah. belly. Like, he actually looked good. No, they all were in shape. They all looked really good yeah. still, you know? And the um, fact that they were to keep it, be able to keep it together. Like, by the way, let's not <clears throat> let's not forget, especially because I'm an interviewer for part-time, let's not forget about the fact that both of them, actually all three of them, lied to us for months. All of them. They all and, lied. And, and, no so one's, good at it. and no one's bringing it up. Actually, I just you saw an that? interview where... Uh, Fallon was talking to Andrew Garfield, right? And on, on the night, night show or whatever. Yeah. And Fallon was like, Andrew, <laughs> there's a picture of literally you and Tom Holland on a movie set together. Like, 
are you in the new Spider-Man? And Andrew, you know, played it off he, enough and he was like, no, he it's and, not yeah. me. Yeah. It's not me. Yeah. And because then now, I saw, because I had an idea Andrew was in it because it took me two weeks to see the film. So I saw some things and I was like, okay, Andrew's in it, right? Like yeah. I got it. But I didn't know Toby was in it. Like they hid that still to this day almost pretty well. And so I was like, when I saw Andrew, I was like, please have Toby show up. Please have Toby show up. Because that's like when yeah. we kind of started getting into Marvel movies. That's and, my uh, that's my Spider-Man for sure. Like I still yeah, love all those yeah. movies. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, and then when he showed up, I was like, Ugh. I almost clapped. I almost was that guy that clapped. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, was kind of crazy because when I watched it, I, um, I ended up, you know, bringing the wife, obviously. But um, I watched it like a couple weeks after because I was in the hospital when it came out. But... I ended up watching like I think last week or ten days ago or something like that, and mm -hmm. everyone that was there was uh, during the daytime, on a weekday, and no one was like a fan. So like yeah. when, you know, the rings come up and it's Toby, and I'm like, yeah, and no one's doing. It. I'm like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why is no yeah. one doing it? And then Brenda's looking at me like I'm crazy, and I'm like, don't you get it? Thank goodness she big, saw. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's been twenty it was cool years, though, man. Yeah, I really, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like, like some, like I think that that whole that whole last act saved the film. Like, was I completely like this is the best Marvel movie ever made up to that point? Probably not. Yeah. Um, do I think it's it's fine? And like, I don't think Doctor Strange is is at least in my fan base large enough of a character. Yeah. Um, to hold that. to like care to hold it down, you know, yeah. um, and like. Tom Holland Spider-Man is good, but you know, like I'm a Tobey Maguire guy, right? So yeah. Well, but, it's but it's that like, yeah, it's like the same thing with you know Christian Bale is a lot of people's Batman, but for me, it's like is Michael Keaton. You know, it's interesting. You know, you're 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 a Michael Jordan fan at, at our age, but kids nowadays think it's LeBron. You know, it's just kind of one of those yeah. things where, especially with movies, because movies get more and more technical and more CGI and more sexy. You know, it's mm -hmm. like it's like when you watch Batman, the very first Batman with Michael Keaton. You don't mm -hmm. appreciate it as good as you do with Christian Bale. No. You just don't. But again, if if Christian Bale was in the eighties, you probably would have appreciated it just as much. But the fact that there's so much like new fight scenes, new CGI that you don't you know, Michael Keaton didn't have the opportunity to do. No. So you can't no. really appreciate it that much. Yeah. I mean we'll see him in the flash to see what it That's means be cool. now. Now they might put him, are they going to put it, is it like present day with Michael Keaton or is it like 85 Michael Keaton where like he'll be stuck with his old ass technology still? Yeah, I heard it's going to be like today where he oh, is okay. and yeah. it's that universe like he's been Batman for 25 years, right? Uh, you know, but he's he's kind of like hung up the cow a little bit. Maybe there's a Robin in that universe or maybe there's another mm -hmm. Batman. I heard, I mean, you know, this is total geek stuff, but... I heard there's um, there's works of a Batman Beyond movie, which mm. Batman Beyond was a cartoon, and the whole premise behind it was it was like set in like the year, you know, twenty eighty or whatever, and mm. Batman himself is like eighty years old in a wheelchair, but he's teaching this younger Batman to do it, and I heard Batman or Michael Keaton rather he signed on for three Batman films. Jeez. And this isn't even one of them with the Flash. This is just a cameo. So that's wild, huh? We'll see, man. I don't know. The uh, I just read yesterday that Affleck is in another bat is going to be putting on the bat suit one more time. That's in the Flash as well. 
Oh, he's gonna be in the Flash as well. Yeah, he's in the oh. Flash. They're trying to do their own little uh, Spidey verse. Yeah, yeah. So. It's cool though. I think that's, and I'm okay with those with that coming out in our Marvel movies, where that's right. You know, it's a, peppered in a little bit of nostalgia for every fan that's been around since, you know, the '80s yeah. or '90s or whatever. You know, it's cool. No, dude. No, it's big. I mean, movies itself just keep getting better, and it's got to be exciting yeah. to be in the industry, right? Yeah, yeah. There's only going to be better and bigger opportunities coming. Yeah, because you get the opportunity to work with so many different people and do different things and kind of challenge yourself. And uh, I mean, the, the handler again, dude. It's, it, I think it when when people watch it and they go into expecting it's a low budget film and they're like, "All right, let me see what this guy can do," and they see yeah. the type of action stunts and the type of fighting that you can do on not just a low budget but low time frame. I think it's going to yeah. open up a lot of doors for you. So I'm proud of you, man. That was it was cool to see. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And like anything, I go into it, I, I like commit a thousand percent, like regardless of the budget or whatever. The problem is, and like I was talking to a lot of people yes, uh, this weekend about it, and no matter how great of an actor you are, like no matter, you could be a Marlon Brando or Brad Pitt or whatever, right? If you're in a low budget situation, there's only so much that you can shine. Right. That's true. You know, like... If you look at Spider-Man No Way Home, like these, they had these great close-ups of Tom Holland crying, right? Like when, spoiler alert, when uh, May dies, right? Like Dude. he did some great acting there. Even like the last scene where he goes to, to see MJ yeah. and, you know, he, they don't recognize him because that's the whole thing. But, you know, his, his eyes water up and like there's some great close-up moments where you're like, that's some good acting. But like little do they know, like, that was an all day probably shot for him, you know, like the director's in his ear, like, Hey, you know, let's, let's find somewhere, a place for you to get. And like, yep. let's, let's work on it. Right. Me, there's a scene, there's two scenes there's in the handler. There's a scene where the, I'm sitting with the mob boss and he's talking about my son. Right. right? Yeah. And my eyes are watered the fuck up, dude. Like I am Tom Holland fucking level shit. That was you good. would never know because the camera's like fucking far as shit, this boring background. Like you would, you're not, you're not in it the same way, yeah. you know? And well, it just goes it's, to show. And it's the lighting. It's the lighting, you, dude. You know, keep in mind these, you know, they have the movie, the movie budget to actually create um, and compose authentic music with bands and fucking violinists and directors and, you know, they have their own team that does this music and the music kind of gets you in a mood too. Yeah. And you know, when you don't have that, cause even if you wanted to put on a little John song in your movie, you got to pay little John. You got to pay who owns the rights to that song as well. Right. So, yeah. you know, in a movie like yours and, and so many others, when there's no music, it's because that costs millions of dollars to just get either a, your own music produced yeah. or you have to yeah. pay artists for their music. So it's like, you got to take yeah. all of that into account when you're watching a flick like that. Yeah, and we ended up on the handler. The composer is actually Grant, who did the GoldenEye video game. Shut Fun the fact. fuck up. Yes, he did the. He also did uh, Donkey Kong, I think. How come it didn't but, say uh, that in the credits? It should. From the guy who brought you GoldenEye. I know. I know, dude. He like he knows the director through Twitter, and we've linked up a few times. And uh, awesome. this was like it's like the second or third movie that he's done, but. I thought that was cool because it was like, you know, but you're right. Even Grant by himself with probably a few pennies, yeah. he can only do so much and at his level even, you know, yeah. and you're right. And, and lighting is so important. And then the second scene is when 
it's like a flashback. It's like right after that. And I'm sitting there smoking and like the, the, the friend comes over. He's like, what do you need me for? He's like, and I'm like, I'm out. I'm also like all teared up and in my emotion, but it's shot from so seven far. miles away. And like, there's no, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so again, it comes down to, you know, it, I was in it for everybody. That's you just right. probably didn't get to notice it. Yeah. No, dude, you, you were, you were definitely in it a hundred percent. You could tell yeah. you put in uh, a lot of effort for the short amount of time that, that it was. And let's yeah. keep in mind, you were shooting in 2020, right? So things were a little funky. COVID times. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so and, was, uh, there were some strict uh, policies that I'm sure were in place and you probably had to rush and do some things and you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's funky, but I enjoyed it, man. I think, you know, if you put out a couple more of those and you're in those action scenes, I can't, I can't imagine you not being in a high budget action flick in five years, you yeah. know, just from, from what I saw, you know, you do and, and, uh, and even the people you were fighting with, like, you know, that, that scene from Tyrone, I'm going to bust his chops. Uh, now that I saw that, cause that was cool. Spoiler alert. You get shot motherfucker. Um, yeah. but yeah, that was yeah. cool, man. So, but even the people you were fighting with, it was, it was choreographed very well. And, yeah. um, you know, you played it off. Uh, awesome. So. It was cool, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, everybody did a good job for what they were. You know, because we were like, we did like a casting call. It was like, hey, if you have any kind of fight experience, you know, show up, you know? Oh, really? Nobody oh. has fight experience, bro. Right. Not not on not on set, maybe like at a bar or something, but that doesn't count. No, there are fight experiences. I did Thai bow class or some shit, you know? And like, <laughs> that's that's so fucking different, dude. Yeah. And uh, But they still, even after kind of lying, you know, we're able to take rehearsals quickly and nobody really got hurt. And it was cool. It's so funny. Well, for yeah. people that don't know, obviously I threw up your, uh, your IG only Chris Levine. Um, but for people that don't know, when can they, uh, when and where can they get the handle? I know it's on Amazon prime now. Yep. So it's on, uh, all the digital platforms that you can rent or buy movies, YouTube, uh, even, um, oh, and cool. then on DVD, February 2nd, you'll be able to buy the DVD. Ooh. Hopefully in stores at Walmart. If not, it'll be like online on any place where you can buy DVDs, including Amazon, Walmart.com, yeah. Target.com, that kind of thing. Which nowadays that's the way to go anyway. Yeah, I think it's cool though to be in a Walmart store and be able to buy it and like. I'm that would be that's tight. The case that would be tight. That but would be a dope not, little. That'd be a dope little TikTok for sure. It's it's a little bit. That's a good TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, you let me know because exactly. if it is in stores, I'll I'll run around and yeah, I'll definitely do that. That'd be cool. Thank you, thank you. I mean, I'm not going to buy it, but I'll, I'll do the video. No, at least, at least do the video. You don't have to buy it. Yeah, but dude, I got to, uh, it's, we're at a hundred and a hundred. We're at, uh, an hour and 19 minutes. No one's watching this. No. I mean, an hour of it was just you logging on. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, this what's up, bro? I don't know why I didn't work on the phone. I don't know, Stupid. dude. It's probably, it's probably my fault. I'll, I'll look into that. Uh, but no, dude, it's always good to see you and to catch up with you, man. And hopefully we can, uh, you know, connect in person at some point. It's been, I feel like I've seen you more virtually than like I ever saw you at LA Fitness, which is weird because it was every day. But, it was every day. Yeah. but it feels like this is the only way we communicate now. I know, I know. But so. uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm hoping here's to your health. I don't pray, but like, you know. Me neither. It, Maybe that's why I have yeah. this. <laughs> I don't pray. I don't pray, but like you are in my thoughts and good energy your way, brother. And, and, you know, obviously we all want to be keep, keep in the, in the know on what's going on with your health because it matters to us, you know? Thank you, man. It means a lot. I appreciate yeah. that. And I'll keep you, yeah. I'll keep you posted and I'll, uh, I'll text you after this, but yeah, we'll stay in touch. Yeah. All right, brother. Thanks, bro. Be good, man. Enjoy your week. You, you too.